and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. And I'm Irene Fagan-Marrow. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends, which is us. And guys, you may have noticed, we have a new funny friend in the studio. It's me. <laughs> so Sammy and Brian are both away, so we called in one of our favorite sup writers you know her as elizabeth warren on the site uh, <laughs> sloppy thirds she was the one writing our newsletter while i was away in berlin then she went to berlin <laughs> <laughs> it did it was a whole beautiful cycle of life it honestly. was it was so we're really excited to have you i'm so excited to be here to talk about just so much news oh there's lots to unpack here. um so why don't we get started with irene what's been getting you through this week in Trump's America. Okay, I'm so glad you asked. Um, so for me, kind of the the dragging of Kanye West has brought me <laughs> some some solace in this dark, cruel world. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't know, Kanye went on SNL this week. So first of all, Ariana Grande was supposed to be on, but then she oh, I didn't dro- know that. Yes. So Ari was supposed Juicy. to be on, and then she dropped out because she was like. I've been having having a bit of a day. (laughs) Like, I think we can give her a free free card on that one. I've been having a time and I don't feel like doing these sketches, which I I feel like I understand. So they're like, who can we count on in a pinch to do something awesome? (laughs) (laughs) Who will go on camera anytime you ask him to? Uh, And that's Kanye West. So Kanye uh, goes on goes on the show i guess he so he performed as a water bottle did you watch it i watched a little bit i watched his rant his like unaired <laughs> rant but i actually haven't watched his like actual water ball performance yeah yeah <laughs> i haven't like looked at that yeah i haven't seen any of it i just watched everyone drag him on twitter <laughs> which is so, my form of entertainment he dressed up like a water bottle for his regular performance okay then he puts on a maga hat mm-hmm. this sounds all on brand yeah. so far and i guess then he goes on this crazy rant about how liberals are bullying him and how <laughs> snl asked him not to wear the hat but he's like but i'm wearing yep. it anyway this all tracks like every step of the way it's like a okay, water bottle um maga hat and now mm-hmm. a rant about something that doesn't make any sense yeah exactly so also apparently kim and north and all the whole crew was like there watching no. this i know <laughs> i know and like kim keeps leaking to the press that she's mortified and i'm like well are you though are you? <laughs> like, maybe do something about this at some point um and the kids too imagine if that was your dad oh if my dad, well, as everyone who listens to the podcast knows, I did have a relative go on TV and uh, stand for Brett Kavanaugh recently. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. Did I not tell you that? I feel like I might have seen it on Twitter. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my insane relative did go on CNN and say that she has no sympathy for Christine Blasey Ford and suggest that Christine Blasey Ford made everything up because she had a crush on Brett Kavanaugh and he wouldn't talk to her. Oh, wow. So I understand... <laughs> I understand Northwest's position. Sure. In all of this. It's your aunt. So it's like my dad's cousin, but oh, she's yes, like aunt aged and we I right. called her Tia. Aunt, so it's, auntie is easier. Yeah. Are you guys are you in touch? 
Um, you know, my, my mom did shadily text her. My mom has been talking shit about her all week. <laughs> and then my mom screen screenshots me, which I didn't even know my mom like was technically like on this level of technological shadiness. <laughs> they surprise you sometimes. But she screenshots me a conversation with my relative being like, hey, how are you? How's it going? And my relative's like, well, the liberal media is very mean, but... Uh, <laughs> wow, what an opener. <laughs> the liberal media is very cruel, but the good media has said all the right things. And my mom responds the good and she media. goes, has there been good coverage? I've only seen bad. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Lisa's mom. The shade. The That's sheer amazing. shade. <laughs> um, but anyway... So did you see Kanye's tweets also? Because oh, he did yeah. follow this up with uh, If tweets. we've learned anything about me so far, I am on Twitter. So I saw <laughs> I saw the tweets. <laughs> uh, so Kanye West tweeted, I have the text of it. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, he tweeted a picture of himself wearing the MAGA hat. And then he said, this represents good and America becoming whole again. We will no longer outsource to other countries. We build factories here in America and create <laughs> jobs. We will provide jobs for all who are free from prisons as we abolish the 13th Amendment. Whoa. Message sent with love. And then he follows Left that turn. up. <laughs> the, I know, really? Like, I was like, oh, this is all on par. And then I was like, wow, new idea. <laughs> We're presenting a new idea here. So then he says, the 13th Amendment is slavery in disguise, meaning it never ended. We are the solution that heals. Not abolish, but let's amend the 13th Amendment. So clearly um, he got some feedback immediately and was like, okay, so maybe we don't need to abolish. I have some notes. Um, <laughs> do, but what do you, like, what is... What do you think he's saying? Uh, so Sarah, our editor in chief, mm -hmm. floated a theory that I now subscribe to, which is that <laughs> Kanye West just watched Ava DuVernay's The Thirteenth, uh -huh. did not fully understand what he'd seen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I'll tell the whole world. He was some like, "Something's now. going on with this Thirteenth Amendment," and then just like started tweeting about it. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I like agree with her assessment. Um, so that's what I feel. I mean, all of this is par for the course for him. Yeah. Like, as we, when you were reading that first one, like, I really just, just go from, like, I'm like, okay, so, like, factories, and then, like, how does he end up at the 13th Amendment? Like, how did we get there? I feel like that's, like, a microcosm of this entire year. It's, like, it starts out with factories, and then now we're <laughs> abolishing the 13th Amendment, and You're I like, don't Whoa, know. what? <laughs> I don't know how this happened. I kept thinking about, like, because Donald Trump has not retweeted this tweet, mm. and I feel like it must have been all hands on deck to get him to not, <laughs> like, they, like, people must have seen it and, like, run into the Oval Distract Office. him. Like, because he retweets random bot accounts that praise him. So the fact that he did not retweet this Kanye West tweet means, like, someone intervened and they were like, you cannot retweet a tweet that says handcuffed. abolish the 13th <laughs> Amendment. Like, you can't do it. So that's where Kanye's at. I have an update that's been getting me through the week about oh, yes. another beloved celeb. Uh, Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So for any of you guys who may not have seen, we have an article with the video up on the website right now. But this weekend, Lindsay Lohan was in Moscow. Uh, first of all, I don't know. She's all over the place. Fashion week, I think. I, she's, handing out, she's hanging out with like the president of Turkey, that like uh -huh. dictator. She's in Mykonos she's a world traveler. dancing. She's all over the place. So Lindsay Lohan posts a video on her own Insta story of herself 
just harassing a random refugee family. She's got it into her head that the children are being trafficked. She's got a lot of things in her head I yeah. think, going <laughs> yeah. around. So she's yelling at them. First of all, she's brought back the weird accent. Yep. Yep. She's, noted that. Yeah. She's like, use, like there was a while where she had a weird accent and then she dropped it. It's back. Rebranding. As a woman <laughs> who speaks Arabic, because she speaks Arabic several yeah, she's times. she's good. She's, yeah, like the whole time I was like, so I don't speak Arabic, so this could just be like fake. <laughs> like this could not be Arabic, <laughs> but it sounded like she was saying something to this woman <laughs> in Arabic. So she's following her. She's following her. She eventually gets close enough where she touches one of the children. Mm-mm. And the mom just reels back and punches her in the face. She touched her kid. Yeah. I mean, she touched her kid and was like, you're child trafficking them and I'm going to kidnap them. So also, and just the fact that it was like on video that she was live streaming herself. Yes. is just so surreal. <laughs> Imagine posting a video of yourself getting punched in the face. Like if, like if I take a selfie that's slightly off, I'm like, let me redo that. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but she was like i've been punched in the face i need to post this. and send she also if you watch the video which i encourage you to do as soon as she gets punched she drops the accent immediately and it's just her being like oh my god i can't believe that this happened i'm like so freaked out and i'm like two seconds ago you were screaming in arabic at this lady <laughs> and like speaking in like fake broken english yeah poor Linz. i don't know what's going on with her i think I don't know. she's also she's having a time she's not living on this world with us right now Ex- so I feel we like, hope she gets better yeah, i feel like that's the bottom line of both of these <laughs> what's getting us through is just like we're losing our celebrities <laughs> like i know i'm going insane but at yeah. least these people are really going yeah insane. they're un- truly untethered Lindsay lohan is trying to kidnap children i guess at least she thought she was saving them yeah her heart was in the right place <laughs> but um but, everything else was not but also i support the woman who punched her in the face <laughs> she also says she starts saying don't fuck with pakistan a bunch in the clip which I think is funny. Another, how did we get there? I know. That's another thing where I'm like, do you know that this woman is from Pakistan? Or yeah. why? Or what do you think she's doing to Pakistan? And what did she do? She just saw them on the street? Yeah. And she started following them. And she also keeps saying to the kids, don't worry, I'm here. Which is like so <laughs> funny. Aunt Lindsay Lohan is here. Yeah. <laughs> to be like a child refugee in Moscow. And you're like, oh, thank God, Lindsay Lohan is here. <laughs> Finally, we're safe. Uh, I haven't slept well a day since we left wherever we came from, but <laughs> Lindsay Lohan is here. The iconic star of Parent Trap reboot <laughs> is here. She's on the case. Speaking of on the case. Wow, amazing transition. I know. I wasn't I wasn't even prepared to do that. I didn't I didn't plan that transition. I kind of saw it like come to you and like light up your eyes. I was, I was like, oh my god. This is going to work perfectly. Uh, So our main story for the today, where this podcast left off, Irene, Mm -hmm. uh, Sammy and Brian recorded literally at the tail end of Brett Kavanaugh giving, are we calling it a statement? (laughs) A temper tantrum? Yeah. His sort of public fit that he had. Um, Sammy and Brian ended recording then. Uh That feels like five million years ago. It truly was... (laughs) Middle of the day, Thursday. Oh, that was Thursday? Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. But since then, just to recap for anyone who doesn't know, there was a vote scheduled Friday to get Kavanaugh out of committee and onto, like, the full floor of the Senate. 
this was expected to go through without a hitch, but then a bunch of protesters yelled at Jeff Flake mm-hmm, in an elevator. Which is amazing. It was if you so good. Seen that clip, you gotta watch. Yeah, it's like a lady basically screaming, "You have to look at me in the face." And uh, he's like trying to hit the closed yeah, door button. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> like such a beautiful metaphor. Yes, like he's trying so hard to get this woman away from him. He's not looking. He does look like disturbed by yeah. what is happening. His face is like gaunt. Yeah. And this was enough, this protest was enough to get Jeff Flake to almost kind of take a stand on something. Yeah, he really, like, did it kind of flaccidly, but he did it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes, like, so many college hookup experiences. <laughs> You're like, I guess we hooked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, so Flake basically said he voted yes to get Kavanaugh out of committee, mm-hmm. but he was like, I will not... I won't vote for him on the Senate floor unless we have an FBI investigation. Like, thank you. I'm like, okay, (laughs) I guess. I mean, that's better than you being like, I love him in there. Yeah, it's not Lindsey Graham. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it was like one little thing of hope that like that's all I needed to hold on to. Because like the first time I watched the video, I was like in bed, just like crying, and was like, he's not going to do anything, and like that's so depressing. So then for it to turn around like somewhat and be like, okay, this maybe did affect him. Because I also feel like I was in a place of like these people don't care. Like these people who run our government like don't care. So to see that like he could have some sympathy when a woman confronted him was like okay yeah good kernel like like these tiny kernels of hope (laughs) yeah i feel like every once in a while we get these tiny kernels of hope and it's like jeff flake being persuaded Mm -hmm. to do something before our very eyes i mean would i have preferred that he voted no on getting him out of committee yeah but at least we did get to view like protest working in some (laughs) capacity so now the Trump administration has uh, ordered an FBI investigation mm-hmm. into the allegations against Kavanaugh. They must be limited in scope and have to be over in one week. Just like you want all of your investigations right? limited. Right. It's it's so funny to like determine how long an investigation has to take before it's happened because it's like, well, what if they find a bunch of stuff? I know. Also, like, well, we, don't have time for that. Nothing to see here. Okay, moving on. Also, didn't we investigate Benghazi like 17 times? Like close it yep. and reopen. <laughs> like the email investigation. It's like we close it, we reopen it. We're finding new things all the time. It's like... Yeah, that the, scope was thick as fuck. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a very girthy scope. <laughs> um, so as of Sunday, the FBI had not contacted a bunch of people who were. So the Democrats basically to back it up, the Democrats put up a list of people that they think the FBI should investigate. Um, it's a pretty long list, but the, the big ticket ones are they want to investigate Christine Blasey Ford. They want mm-hmm. them to talk to her. They have a couple of Kavanaugh's friends from Georgetown Prep on here. Uh, Mark Judge. Someone Uh-oh. can someone speak to Mark Judge, please. Can I speak to Mark Judge, please? <laughs> I have some questions. Yeah. Like this, I mean, Mark Judge. Okay, he needs to be spoken to. Brett Kavanaugh on the list, obviously. Leland Kaiser, who was brought up a bunch of times, who was p- present at mm-hmm. the party, according to Ford. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deborah Marie- Ramirez, who was the second accuser. Julie Swetnick, who was the third accuser. And then, really interestingly, there's this woman named Elizabeth Razor, who is Mark Judge's ex-girlfriend oh, yes. from college. And she basically says that Mark Judge once described a gang 
bang situation mm-hmm. to her with like a very quote-unquote drunk woman right yes yeah so she basically she told ronan farrow and jane meyer this Mm -hmm. so now i think she wants to like come forward and tell the fbi that mark judge basically told her that this thing that julie swetnick alleges happened seems relevant (laughs) yeah yeah, it definitely seems relevant um so as of right now the fbi has not contact or as of sunday they had not contacted razor or other yale classmates who can corroborate deborah marie deborah ramirez's Mm -hmm. story um and then on sunday also a yale classmate of kavanaugh's came out and released a statement basically saying um he basically was like kavanaugh was often belligerent and aggressive when drunk and he said i can unequivocally say that in denying the possibility that he ever blacked out from drinking and in downplaying the degree and frequency of his drinking brett has not told the truth i feel like that's a (laughs) true statement for anyone named brett yeah i also (laughs) i also feel like brett kavanaugh treated like his testimony and like answering those questions about like how much he drank like we do like when we go to the doctor yes (laughs) oh my god that's so right like when your doctor is just like how many drinks do you have a week and you're like oh yeah i I like beer (laughs) you know i'll have a beer every once in a while i've never blacked out yeah so i mean there's so much crazy stuff happening right now there's also like people there's like a war going on on the wikipedia page for devil's triangle oh my god people keep (laughs) like republicans keep trying to update it to say it's a drinking game and then wikipedia keeps like removing that update and being like no it's not (laughs) oh man so like i mean it's just uh, we were we were about to like this is another thing where it's like, oh, we finally got to the point where now we're arguing about a Wikipedia page and right. like Urban Dictionary <laughs> is being brought into the <laughs> How situation. did we get here? Right? Um, yeah, and but yeah, just like his his friend not be like being able to say like what he said is untrue. It's like okay, this is someone that we want to be on the Supreme Court, and he's willing to like sit down and just like straight up lie yeah i mean he told so many demonstrable lies i mean first of all i feel like anyone who's like known dudes ever like (laughs) you get a full picture of who brett kavanaugh was 100 stuff like he obviously was a binge drinking fratty dude and for him to sit there and pretend he didn't black out even though we have all of this evidence that he was like obsessed with drinking and was one of those like big drunk dudes that we've all known it's just like that's obviously fake he tried to pretend that renata alumnius just meant that they were all friends with this girl oh my god which is (laughs) insane and he's like i he keeps going back to like being a virgin and he's like i wouldn't have said that i had sex with her because like i was a virgin and i'm like no that's exactly what a shitty drunk virgin named brett who goes to georgetown (laughs) prep does (laughs) yeah he's like no yeah i had sex with her i put put it in the yearbook (laughs) (laughs) yep yep no it's so yeah when i read the um like description of him at parties it was just like so like honestly traumatizing reading it Mm -hmm. and being like oh my god i know this guy like i know him very well yes i dated him yeah like oh this guy grabbed my ass at a bar once like i know yeah and i feel like that's such a I think like a lot of women and men, honestly, I think a lot of just people in our world (laughs) who saw it, like you get such a full picture of the type of dude. And then you're like, and his name's Brett Kavanaugh and it all checks out. Yes. (laughs) I have a friend actually who 
the first guy that she ever gave a handjob to his name is brett kavanaugh no but it was spelled differently <laughs> oh my god and she's like i don't know what to do <laughs> can i take it back yeah like can i like and it's not his fault but she just keeps saying that she's like that's oh a my lot. god that's a lot that is a lot so what i keep coming back to is like why are they doing like why are the republicans doing this like why are they standing brett kavanaugh so hard Mm -hmm. when they could push through another conservative totally and i feel like it's like like maybe they feel like they're in too deep and i read um there's a a comedian you probably know him Mm -hmm. too in new york ragav meta Mm -hmm. and he had this really nice post that was really eloquent so i'm gonna destroy it when i try to explain it but basically (laughs) just being like it's them like not willing to back down and like wanting to like uphold their way of life where they think that if they want this guy if they want to nominate this guy then he should be able to get in yeah and i don't know if it's like ironic or the most unironic thing of it's being like very pushy and aggressive and like not wanting to give in to like other people's (laughs) i mean that's crazy and i feel like it is this like trumpy mitch mcconnelly mentality where it's like to remove to pull their nominee and put forward someone else admits like it gives leeway it admits defeat defeat, exactly and it's also like it begs the question if we're gonna believe brett kavanaugh's accusers what about donald trump exactly i think yeah with him too especially he can't back down to any of this stuff because yeah. he has like the same exact thing coming out yeah him. just with more women <laughs> like, it's just Great. 19 <laughs> instead of three like it's yep. so i also read this interesting thing online which like this gets into the world of conspiracy theories but oh yes let's but, dive in <laughs> but let's dive in so there is if you go to scotus blog uh-huh. there is a case that's going b- before the supreme court it's coming up soon like mm-hmm. it's supposed to be heard this month called gamble versus the united states okay. and basically this case is it's about the separate sovereignty exception to the double jeopardy clause of the fifth amendment to the united states what that means of course yes and i'm sure we all know what that means <laughs> so but, we'll just keep moving along um but i will explain for like the one or two people who didn't <laughs> immediately get it one of them uh, is me so Basically, this it, it allow the, this law allows federal and state prosecution of the same crime since the government are like separate sovereigns, and this comes oh. into play with like Trump's ability to pardon federal crimes, but not state crimes. Okay, so there's this theory mm-hmm. that the reason they want to push Kavanaugh through this fast is because Kavanaugh has this very unique view of (laughs) presidential power Mm -hmm. and that he would potentially rule in this case in a way that would allow trump to pardon these state crimes that makes sense to me that's i will eat that up so then it's like trump would be able to pardon because that's one of the things with paul manafort is like paul manafort is charged with state crimes that trump can't pardon him right like they're like (laughs) luckily the the trump criminal network has committed crimes on so many levels that he actually (laughs) can get them anywhere yeah that he actually can't pardon them for (laughs) all of the crimes uh because they're so vast (laughs) oh my god so this like there's kind of this theory that like maybe the reason they want to get kavanaugh specifically through and a lot of people have said this is that like the difference between Kavanaugh and Amy Barrett, the handmaid woman, uh-huh. the Brit woman who belonged to like a cult that called people handmaids and like all these other really intense conservatives. The big difference is that he doesn't think the president can be indicted and he has all these like ideas. Yeah. About I mean, that makes, a, that makes a lot of sense. 
Yeah. I mean, I think they're they're so shady. Yeah. Everything they've done has been the shadiest thing. (laughs) They haven't done one thing without shade. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, I buy that. I buy that this is all to like try to fuck over the Mueller investigation. And that's why I think it's partially a lot of things because one, I don't think that Trump like, like, I, I, I imagine if we texted him and said what's gamble versus the united states he would be oh like, yeah <laughs> someone like, explain I, won, I won all these states like he would just respond with like my, my inauguration was awesome and he'd be like well, i don't think you know so many people is. there um no i'm sure someone explained it to him if this is true i'm mm-hmm. sure someone like sat him down gave him like his mcdonald's fish fillet and like mm-hmm. explained it to him very like broke it down and he was like great Brett. This, yeah they would just be like this helps you not get in trouble and he's like do it <laughs> <laughs> approved there was actually a clip that i saw after the flake vote mm-hmm. happened of lindsey graham who Ugh. really has mm-hmm. been making a name for himself mm-hmm. lately uh and he, there's a clip of him saying now somebody's got to explain this to trump i guess <laughs> i'll have to do it <laughs> like okay well maybe that's your curse that's the man that you're standing up for yeah i mean i'm like this is the devil's bargain you've made is mm-hmm. like you're allied with the white house now and you get power from that but you have to explain things to donald trump which i can't imagine a more tasking oh my god exhausting thing to have to do than to I try know. to explain something to something him. that kind of brings me joy too is like when i get so angry at these people for being shitty humans all the time i'm like they do have to spend time with trump all the time though all the time so that's their curse (laughs) yeah your curse is like you have to hang out with donald trump mine is that they're like literally ruining my life but (laughs) at least they're cursed with donald trump's presence (laughs) so yeah i guess i mean it's interesting it's interesting to wonder like will more things come up with this investigation does it matter i mean flake was saying like if it comes up that he lied during the course of his testimony, then that's the end of his nomination for Flake. But my thing is, like, it's already obvious that he lied during it's his testimony. It's so obvious that he lied. It's insane to me that people can think that he didn't. But To, to look at all of this stuff, I mean, literally, Mark Judge wrote a book about blacking out in, uh, through Being him. like a teenage alcoholic, yeah, right? and he had a buddy in it named Bart O'Kavanaugh, <laughs> which no one brings up during these hearings. His yearbook... First of all, I don't understand what's going on with the yearbook at all. Because in my yearbook, it was just a picture. (laughs) It wasn't like a picture and then like 10 jokes about like severe alcoholism and like fucking. what happens in like rich all boys prep schools. Yeah, I guess you can just put like, I feel like. They can do whatever they want. I always envied people who got to have like a yearbook quote. I was like, that's fun. But this is like a whole other level. Like it was like a free for all. We got a quote and I was like, I love my sister. (laughs) I was like, we gang banged women. Yeah, like, I I mean, it was also so funny to have him, like, pretend. I mean, he he lied in so many ways. He was like, oh, this was, this barfing reference, this, like, ralphing reference was in reference to the fact that I have such a weak stomach. Like, they're talking (laughs) about all the cheese I used to eat. We're talking about my friend Ralph. Uh, Yeah, like, these are, this is about my farts. And I'm just like, (laughs) oh, my God, imagine having to have that be your alibi. Like, you have to sit in front of the Senate and they're, like, asking you about an assault allegation and you're like, actually, I was talking about farting. It's also, like, his, like, lie, he's not even good at lying. Like, his lies are bad. Like, and and all of his, like, alibis thing, I'm like, 
like even if like you don't like if you're like okay i think like ford is lying blah blah blah. it's like okay this is a person who's supposed to be in the supreme court like the highest court in our country and like his logic is kind of bad like yeah (laughs) when he was like i couldn't have tried to rape someone because i was a virgin it's like that's not how it works no and also yeah it was kind of like weird because also at that point both of the allegations neither of them had said he had had sex with them like Blasey Ford said right. he attempted rape and Jebra Maria says he exposed himself. So him being a virgin actually doesn't exonerate him from either of those two Irrelevant. things. And is just a random announcement that he like, made. <laughs> like, I feel like he's like Ice-T in Law and Order, just like saying, like, how do you have this job in the law when you don't understand how the law works? <laughs> and also, it's, a, it's another thing that goes back to this idea of, like, we all know this guy, Brett. It's mm-hmm. like, we he's like, well, I wouldn't have said that Renata and I had sex because, like, I was a virgin. And it's like, no, shitty dudes, like, <laughs> lie about having had sex with girls Do- all the time in high school. Do you know how many guys named Brett told people that they'd had sex with me? Like, <laughs> like, and, like people, Brett's I don't even know. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's just so, like, it's so obvious that mm-hmm. he's not truthful. Yeah. That for me, it's like... I don't really have a lot of faith that if they come up with something to prove he's not truthful from the investigation, I don't think they care that he's truthful. Yeah. I think they care about keeping up appearances, not being 100%, accused yeah. of being Anita Hill again, mm-hmm. and then getting him on the court. Yeah. It's interesting too that I do think like that the lie angle of like him being caught in a lie is what will get him. Yeah. Which is like, it's like okay, if that's the way we have to get him, then, then that'll be it like we shouldn't have a liar on the supreme court yeah but it, i wish it was that like okay these allegations are really serious and like we can prove that maybe they're that they're credible and like yeah. that's why he shouldn't be on the supreme yeah, court right it's like we it's like there are three assault allegations against this man but we have to get him off on a lying technicality <laughs> exactly yeah like, that's what I, yeah. that's what i was trying to say yeah. you said it perfectly <laughs> <laughs> like we can't just get him off based on that that happened right yeah like i mean it's it's all bizarre but we did see literally less than one week ago a bunch of people protest and it have an immediate effect that delayed this nomination so what i really needed (laughs) so i know you're from maine yes i am so senator Mm -hmm. collins oh yeah susan collins susan collins we gotta call her you gotta call lisa murkowski you gotta call jeff flake it seems like the democrats are gonna hold firm and not vote for him but we all just need to be calling yes our senators it feels good to call honestly like when you have some rage just i mean these poor interns (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) give them an ear that's so it's uh, like because i don't personally my senators i mean i live in new york so my senators are gillibrand and schumer but back mm-hmm. home it's the in virginia it's also democrats so it must be interesting to you have such a consequential senator to mm-hmm. be calling mm-hmm. that's there's so much pressure <laughs> she hears from me a lot yeah. <laughs> at this point i'm always like hi susan <laughs> in my emails i know we're on first name <laughs> that's how i am with barbara comstock because she's like the one republican representative i have <laughs> she's like from my hometown and i'm like babs we gotta talk <laughs> this this aca repeal is not the move <laughs> I think it's also good to remind them, too, because unfortunately, I do think the number one thing that a lot of politicians care about is winning re-election. So, like, yeah. really drive that home of, like, we're watching. Yeah, yeah being like, I'm not going to vote for you. Like, yeah. I will not vote for you if you vote for this, this person. Yeah. And, like, I'll volunteer against you and, like, donate it. Like, we're, we're going to... 
Yeah, there's some, uh, man, I wish I could remember what the organization is called, but if you, I'm sure you can find it if you Google it, of like, if you donate money, um, the money go, like you get your money back if Susan Collins votes no on, on confirming him. And if uh, she votes yes, then her, your money goes towards her opponent. Yeah, well, do that, <laughs> do that. I've Yeah, I've just been like, angrily donating to things <laughs> all year i like don't have any money i don't know hobby yeah exactly i'm like my, like i just get upset and i'm like i'm giving beto money again like, ah, i love him i just have to give beto more money um okay so we've got two smaller stories i mean they're both huge things but they're smaller <laughs> stories in the scope of what we're covering on this podcast uh number one nafta is now Usmaka. <laughs> Trump, Trump got what he wanted, I guess. Uh, in a joint statement, representatives from Canada and the United States and Mexico said that a new trade deal is set to replace NAFTA. This is called the United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement. Which, so bad. <laughs> bad name. I know, right? It's so like... I like I, it is funny to me because Trump is like so much about branding that yeah. I'm like... I, I think he would... You would think he'd put more time into these names yeah and like i hate trump and everything he stands for and i hate the slogan make america great again but great acronym yeah <laughs> like it's really also sticks. you want an acronym that like you can like nafta you NAFTA, can like say easy. like a word maga you can say this is it sounds like did you ever play crash bandicoot no uh that's like the only video game i ever played <laughs> but uh there was this like mask that you could get that would make you mm -hmm. very powerful and he, when he would come out of the box he would be like Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that must be what and, it's inspired by. And like, as soon as I saw Ismaka, I was like, I thought about <laughs> Crash Bandicoot's mask. <laughs> to me, when I say it, it feels like it's coming out like Ska. Like I give up. Like, yeah, Ska. that is that is how I feel about like this news item too. Because I just, I mean. Maybe it'll improve things. I, NAFTA wasn't perfect. Yeah, this is not my area of expertise. Yeah. I was reading about it and I was like, okay, okay. Um, yeah. Maybe you can break it down in a way that I cannot. So the Senate has to like actually, like Congress has to approve this mm -hmm. before it becomes a real thing, which I truly don't know if Trump knows that. Uh, <laughs> like, I, actually, I feel bad for whoever has to explain that to him later <laughs> I don't think he knows much because he's pretty pumped on it and he already made like a statement that was like this is the best deal anyone's ever negotiated he's already, like he's, planning a rally in a march for it he is rock hard today because he got this done which oh. uh, <laughs> is so sad to think about uh, but so basically what it does is it improves access to Canadian dairy markets which is something that I know the Trump administration really wanted Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but okay, that sounds fine to me. Yeah. When we're when we're faced with waking up and they're like, th we're putting kids in cages. When you hear right. like, we get more Canadian milk. I'm like, okay, no, that yeah, sounds reading fine. It, I was like, but then I'm like, okay, what's their angle? Like, right? what are they? What are they doing with this cheese? Right. <laughs> Every time I read something, I'm like, but what's the like? Yeah, like what's the trick? Because like <laughs> having having access to these milk sounds fine mm -hmm. uh stronger intellectual property provisions that sounds fine incentives for more auto production in the u.s and then there's a provision that means you have to have like a certain amount of workers making above 16 dollars an hour which is supposed to help like outsource less jobs from the u.s and also raise wages in the u.s yeah because not everywhere even has a 15 dollar minimum wage this sounds good so yeah so but like, I'm, I'm still suspicious right i know that's my thing is like i keep reading about it and i'm like but like what's the trick i need someone to write about it and explain it to me right yeah i, I need 
like guys i will look up more information but that's what i have for you right now um second thing before we go we'll leave on the saddest let's leave on the saddest note Uh, (laughs) you're welcome uh the new york times released an article over the weekend basically detailing how um migrant children who had been so basically the you know the separated children Mm -hmm. the unaccompanied minors that we've been talking about uh they had been in shelters in kansas and new york Mm -hmm. and basically in the dead of night hundreds of them were woken up from their beds and transferred to a tent city Mm -hmm. in west texas and they say it's about 1600 kids oh my god so far in a tent city such a waking nightmare i know i know it's yeah, it sounds like when we were like, you know, in like middle school and you would read books about like the Holocaust and horrible times and you'd be like, that's so horrible. I know. <laughs> you know and like it's, now they're living it. It is like, I, I always feel weird being like, this is the Holocaust because obviously yeah, only the Holocaust different. is the Holocaust. <laughs> like, 100%. <laughs> like the Holocaust is the Holocaust. This is another very bad thing. Right. But I did major in international relations okay. and I took a class called international human rights in film mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> one, me. and one of the things that we talked about was sort of like the stages of human rights abuses and dehumanization right. on this scale mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and one of the things that you do and one of the things that did happen in the holocaust is they moved all the people to the ghettos they move people right. away they mm-hmm. get you like out of the public eye so moving 1600 children in the dead of night to a west texas tent city has those vibes totally i think to me you're totally right like it's you do want to be careful of like being like it's the holocaust because then people can just come back and be like no it's not and for all these reasons and you're like like, yeah true (laughs) Um, but yeah it's it's totally like drawing like similarities of it's like yeah it's the dehumanization of like of people yeah (laughs) and i mean this is and even like extra like taking it away from the holocaust just in general human rights abuses the way they are conducted moving the group whose human rights you want to abuse it uh, want to abuse Abuse. (laughs) i'm going to abuse um moving them into like concentrated locations that are outside the public eye that like journalists senators Mm -hmm. regular people don't have access to that's textbook now they yeah they almost just like hypothetically exist somewhere yeah i mean exactly it's like the 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 chances that you or i or most people we know will ever see one of these facilities right is very low Mm -hmm. and like in the past when they've tried to have like senators even try to get into the facilities these places are on lock like they do not want you to see them and if they do see if you do go to see them it's like a north korea situation where they show you like the happiest child in the facility and they're like look at him (laughs) he's loving it we gave him cake yeah exactly yeah they show you one kid with cake and you're like look this kid's got a cake (laughs) how could you how could you say we're abusing these kids when this one has cake (laughs) oh my god these poor kids i know and it's just it's so crazy but because I, I mean, there was so much outrage around this issue and we mm-hmm. did get Trump to stop actively separating families and we have reunited some families, but it is also kind of like they're moving into like sneaky phase two. Right. Where and this is what they did with like the Muslim ban and stuff is like they do something they they 
they come out to the world with their shitty policies and they execute it all wrong Mm -hmm. because they don't know anything (laughs) and Stephen Miller's an idiot. Uh And then they're like, okay, everyone got really mad at us for that. We still want to do it. Let's regroup. (laughs) Let's do something else terrible and then they'll talk about that. Yeah, and, like, they find a way to, like, do it more legally. So now Mm -hmm. it's, like, the families aren't separated, but they're detained indefinitely. Mm -hmm. The kids, they're, they've reunited some families but some kids are determined ineligible and what are we doing what with- does that mean <laughs> it means sometimes it means that they already accidentally deported their parents oh so now they're ineligible yeah so it's like oh <laughs> so you don't qualify you don't qualify because we deported your dad like that's where it's sorry or like there's another issue where some it's like the way it used to work is like a family member someone could come and like claim to be their sponsor mm-hmm. but the trump administration put in a new rule where like if you want to be a sponsor for one of these kids you have to be fingerprinted by the trump administration a lot of these sponsors themselves are mm-hmm. either green card holder holder right, green so card holders wanna. or undocumented so it's like that's so shitty i wouldn't give my right i wouldn't give stephen miller my fingerprint <laughs> like, not a great idea no like i I certainly would not. I, I I would hesitate to give Stephen Miller any of my <laughs> any, information. Anything affiliated to my if, body, Stephen Miller cannot yeah. come near. If he asked me my name, I would be like, that's no, no. <laughs> no. It's no. That's my name. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that a Megan Trainer song? Is it? Yeah. She was like, my name is no. Oh, my, boy. My, it, it did bad. <laughs> did I it just did, quote Megan yeah. Trainer? Yeah. To Damn quote it. Megan Trainer, <laughs> my name is no. <laughs> I feel like that's a good place for us. That's beautiful. I know. A gorgeous ending. I mean, it was so good to have you. Oh, it was so fun. Yeah, fun this to was be here. so much fun. I, Fan of the pod, so. <laughs> um, do you want to tell everyone where they can, like, follow you and stuff? If yeah, they, like, ooh, Because I'm sure they, like, loved you and are like, where can we hear more of yeah, your thoughts? Yeah, so now that I have, like, five million new fans, mm-hmm. um, where you can find me, I'm on Twitter constantly mm-hmm. at underscore Irene Marrow. It's M-E-R-R-O-W. I just delivered like that. Like I was like on the phone with National Grid. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. And guys, uh, you can always follow this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Betches underscore sup. Please remember to screenshot the pod. We will send you stickers. Uh, When's Happy Hour? The new Betches book is available for pre-order. So do that. Sign up for the newsletter. Betches.co slash sup. Sign up. The best. Register to vote. We're basically your hub for everything. (laughs) You can do everything with us. Um, So, guys, until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Irene Fagan Merrill. And this was the Betches Sup Podcast. Betches.